They say there are no stupid questions, only stupid answers. But when your aim is to provide the most outrageously absurd answer possible, every question is stupid. You're listening to Stupid Questions. Welcome to Stupid Questions. This is our first episode. This is a podcast in which people send us questions that have objective answers, and we give the stupidest answers possible. I put out something on Facebook the other day to this effect, and uh, I got some mixed results. Uh, I did notice some people just asked me stupid questions, and that's fine. We're going to have to relegate that to another section of the podcast. At the end of the episode, we're going to be doing stupid opinions. So, without any further ado, let's uh, let's get going. My I would was- say... Sorry. I was going to say my name is Tom. Uh, I'm Mike. And I think we're here today to prove that, yes, there are, in fact, stupid questions. And there are increasingly more stupid answers. I couldn't agree more. Um, Today we're going to focus on our disgusting, disgusting bodies. Mm. I just have all this beef on me and it's just... I I hate me. It's so much of me that I hate. I, myself, am brewing some amazing Fomunda cheese. Oh, that's great. Yes. It's a little yeasty down there. Is it it ready for harvest? Well, here, take a whiff. Oh, God, dude. Mm. Dude, you need to go Mm. to a fucking hospital. That's that's some good spicy meatball there. Jesus Christ, (laughs) man. Balls. All right, our first question. Why do human beings have an appendix? Why do we have an appendix? I think it's actually an organ that's implanted in us in the womb through prenatal vitamins by the deep state. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a government surveillance uh, piece of equipment, and uh, it's also there. I mean, it only has a finite amount of usability, and then the doctors are also in on it because they get paid for taking it out. That's, mm. I think that's actually what so, it is. So big meta- medicine and big well, pharma, maybe? Well, yeah, I, I guess pharma, too, because you know, they get it, they get some of it, too, but also the deep state. Well, I assume that, that the rich chew on appendices mm. whenever. It's like kind of like they get their little order in the mail. Kind of like, like... That's so disgusting. <laughs> kind of like, like nature box. It's like appendix box. And, 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 and as oh, I remember... I this one's from Africa. Delicious. As I remember, like an appendix is literally like possibly the size of a piece of used chewed bubble gum. Right. Like it's a very small organ, too, so... And it's delicious. You just it's chew painful. I can tell you that. Oh, it's very painful. Of course, yeah. a foreign body that was implanted in me by the NSA might also be painful when it was ready to come out. Yeah, you know, and I think there's. Some I know. I just mixed up saying. the deep state and the NSA. I'm well, sure somebody will take your sex. You know, who that. knows the difference anymore? I, I I couldn't tell you what the difference between the two is. All I know is that that private eyes are watching you. <laughs> they see your every move, you know. Private eyes, watching you, watching you, watching you. <laughs> Private eyes, watching you, watching you, watching you, watching you, watching you, watching me, watching you. Who who watches the NSA? Is that the CIA? Uh, I think because their name comes alphabetically prior, that that's a distinct possibility. <laughs> Is it like a? Is Who it like watches a, the watchers? Is it like a rock paper scissors thing between the FBI, the NSA, and the and the CIA? Do you think like like CSI, CSI, CIA beats NSA but not FBI? You figured that the CIA though comes first alphabetically, wouldn't they be the all powerful? I really get confused on all these government agencies, uh, and and which one does what because they all seem to to do some form of uh, international. Um, surveillance, investigation, work, I don't know. And um, yet they all also seem to do stuff here. Like, I would think that the NSA would pretty much be involved in national security stuff. But then the CIA also does that, and so does the FBI. So I don't know. Like, I guess they're all the intelligence community, which is kind of a... uh, Oxymoron. Yes, oxymoron. I I actually couldn't think of the word. I almost said misnomer. Uh Um, You know... 
That, that would almost fit as well, though. I mean, because it is somewhat of a misnomer. Because there isn't really a community. They hate the shit out of each other. From what I understand, <laughs> I've never known any of them personally. But, uh, yeah. Maybe I have known them and they just couldn't tell me. Because if they did, they'd have to kill me. I don't well, know. yeah. Or they'd have to change jobs. <laughs> my cover's been blown. Yeah, God. Uh, that you old blew cranky, my cover! That old cranky man that used to live next to me, uh, he was actually an SA, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I kind of like your take, but I, I was going to go with it. It's there because, you know, if you observe the way babies eat, for example, they'll just put any old fucking thing in their mouth. Rocks, it doesn't matter, whatever. Dice, you know. I've seen uh, children eat some crazy stuff. Yeah, so I think that there was a time when we were kind of like the babies of the world, like eating, you know. Because everyone knows we were we were created by God 10,000 years ago. Naturally. Right. And and back then, God, you know, he wanted us to have stuff to do in, the, in Eden, so he gave us all these games, except for Dungeons and Dragons, but like Monopoly and Sorry and Shoots and Ladders and all these different games. And Shoots and Ladders, Cane Land, those are fine, but you get a hold of a pair of dice and you're swallowing that down. Let's assume that you don't choke on it because they're the little tiny novelty dice that are about the size of like a, like a Tic Tac. But that shit's going to just pack up in your gut and after a while. So you need to be able to digest that. And, and I think that's probably what was going on there. I feel like that requires a song like, Got my appendix from a spirit in the sky. Make sure I can eat crazy shit and I won't die. <laughs> so, and, and most people lose their appendix by the time they reach... They're, uh, you know, being a teenager. So right, by like then you're teeth. smart enough that you're not putting that kind of shit in your mouth. You mean like baby teeth? Yeah. Yeah, we lose no. them like baby yeah. teeth. Like, it just, like most it shoots people. shoots out of your butthole yes. and then you grow your adult appendix. Well, I, I put my appendix under my pillow for the appendix fairy. <laughs> the appendix fairy really pays in weird kind of shit, though. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like, like jerk chicken and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it, crazy. It takes your stained, filthy, disgusting... Uh, bath bed sheets and re- you and in the morning you wake up on a pile of like like jelly beans. You just that that made me. I gagged a little bit. I don't know if nobody heard it, but I gagged a little bit when you said stained bed sheets. I thought of like an appendix like seeping yeah. fluids out. Yeah, even though it's it's a small organ, I can still imagine it could probably be pretty quite juicy. <laughs> juicy appendix. Juicy appendix. That's, you know what? That's that's one of the flavors of uh, of those uh, nasty jelly beans they should come out with. Oh, the Burt's every flavor bean. The, right, the whatever the heck ones. they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, there's some of them are so bad. You know what? The worst thing to do is to eat a handful of them. That I can is, imagine. That's yes. Pain, dude. Like I found the grass clipping ones to be absolutely disgusting, but the toothpaste one surprisingly didn't Ugh. taste bad to me. I thought that was pretty good because it's, it's like mint. mint. Yeah, dude, it's mint. No, the disgusting thing about toothpaste isn't the, the flavor of the toothpaste. It's the knowledge of what's mixed in the toothpaste foam that, for me, makes it a morning gag fest. I will say morning. this, too. We're going to be talking about bad breath in a minute, so that's a good segue. I will say this, too. The vomit one, I believe, was a subjective vomit taste because I don't believe every vomit tastes exactly the same. Oh, it's entirely based on your yes. diet and, and your your. Digestive. I wonder if they went around and like sampled bile to see, like, "Mm, hold on, this guy's bile is a lot spicier than mine. No, that's that's disgusting. No, they like drank it with a spoon. (laughs) (laughs) So it turns out that the appendix is actually a vestigial organ. Um, Charles Darwin's books on the origin of species and uh, the descent of man both refer to various vestigial organs, leftovers, and dead ends. That would have otherwise, um, that at the time would have improved our likelihood of survival, but have become redundant or unnecessary in modern times. Um, modern times, of course, I mean the last 150,000 years, yeah. not like, you know, the last 60. But, but we've only been here for 10,000 years. Oh, um, well, this is by the evil atheist monster, uh, Charles right. Darwin. Right. So you remember, we're going with science. <laughs> you know, science, <laughs> right? Science, let's say right. Uh, some bi- biologists seem to think that far back in our history, our ancestors were herbivorous herbiv- like ancestors. My, I like my earth like I like my girls that are too young for me to date. Flat. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm cutting that. I just want you to understand that I am cutting that. <laughs> 
We don't want to start off on that foot. <laughs> at least get to episode three before we start dropping. I help myself. Uh, anyways. Uh, our herbivorous ancestors formed this organ in order to process difficult-to-digest materials. To this end, the appendix found in many vertebrates that are herbivores to this day, uh, as opposed to ones that switched over to carnivorous because, you know obvious you know, moral quaint qualms, uh, often are larger in comparison to our own and aid in the process of digesting of things like delicious, delicious tree bark. Um, some others feel that we ancient humans were mostly herbivores in nature, and so the appendix played a larger role in digestion. As time went on, we began to incorporate more easily digestible foods, and the appendix stopped serving a purpose. So it's possible that at some point we'll eventually evolve to a point where they no longer exist in the human body at all. But it's not completely useless, like you would think. Like, I always just assumed the appendix was a completely worthless organ. I've always thought that myself. No purpose whatsoever. Because I don't graze. Right, right. And I don't eat rocks and pebbles and various bits of bark and and string. Um, However, recent studies indicate that the presence of... Pica, that's what it is, pica. Pica, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, lymphoid cells, uh, which are like white blood cells in the appendix, which suggests that they actually play s- some role in the body's immune system. And also, and this amazes me, the appendix produces and retains microbes which a- aid in digestion. Um, so if you get into, you know, a really nasty disease like um, dysentery or cholera, and who doesn't get dysentery or cholera a couple times a year, That's right? why I eat, you know, lemons and, and oranges and stuff. Got to keep yeah. that citrus in there. Yeah, and, you oh, know... Oh, that's scurvy. That's scurvy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrong thing. Yeah, I think, I think... Uh, Dysentery is just diarrhea, isn't it? Th- yeah, but like, it's like... horribly bad diarrhea. Horribly bad, like... like killer diarrhea. Yeah, killer diarrhea, pretty much. When your gut... When that kind of your disease happens... Your asshole looks like happens, an elephant trunk hanging out because you've been using it so much. Because uh, that apparently happens. But it's pink and, and veiny. <laughs> Purplish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it can pick up peanuts. <laughs> I wouldn't stick those in my mouth. No, I wouldn't eat the peanuts. Don't eat the butt peanuts, folks. Uh, so your gut flora gets flushed out when you're in, in a condition where everything else is also evacuating your body at a high speed of, of a rate of speed. Um, and when that happens, the appendix shoots a hot steaming load of healthy microbes all up into your business mm. as a reboot. Sort hot of. steaming yeah, load. Yeah, hot of steaming load. Um, so, so that's why we have an appendix. That's what it does. I would say, um, I was, I don't, I was going to say the best food always has a face. I don't know why I felt the need to say that. It really doesn't make any sense, but I... I and it's it just came nothing. out. nothing. What the fuck is wrong? I, I have no idea. I'm out. I'm out oh, The best one. food has a face. That's why I like my turkey sandwiches open-faced. And also turkeys <laughs> have a face. Uh, McNuggets with a beak. Yeah, that's why, like, you know, clocks, clocks are delicious, I think. It's true. Yeah. Oh, oh, you said clocks. My bad. Sorry. Well, cocks don't have a face. So I don't See, understand. I thought we didn't want to go down that route either. No, 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 that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We just don't want to cover politics or religion in this show. And we, we've done a smash-up job of it so far, haven't we? Yes, we have. Mocking creationists in the first five I don't. First I don't breath. believe, I, you know, I mean, I think that that kind of stuff is subject. I mean, I... They openly mocked the flying spaghetti monster that I that's, choose to. Uh, that's true. That's true. To uh, to think is a distinct possibility because remember, everybody, he boiled for our sins. Mm. But I, that we have to rise above that. We have to rise <laughs> above that desire to, to to put down beliefs that are obviously inferior to our own. <laughs> You know. But uh, that brings me now. We were we were talking a minute ago about about horrible things that you can put in your mouth and. That brings up the next question that we have today, which is what causes bad breath? And I'll tell you what, first thing in the morning, man, and I don't, not, not just first thing in the morning, but anytime I go to sleep, if I fall asleep for 15 minutes um, under a car, you know, which I do at work. A lot of times I just go outside and sleep under a car. And then, and you know, who doesn't, dude? I, I used to do that when I was in shop in school. Yeah. Um, I, well, but I think you actually legitimately did that where I'm just randomly pulling pieces of information. Why out you got to be like that? I mean, maybe. Well, I, th- I think you probably did. But no, I do. There is like a, 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 like I'll go sleep in my car sometimes at lunch or whatever. I slept under my to, car when I was drunk one time. I've done that. I swear to God, I got into the truck and onto the seat, didn't realize that I didn't have the keys on me and that I was actually laying in the rain half under my truck. <laughs> 
one of the best drunk stories I have that's that's clean. It doesn't involve me dry humping, throwing up on something, or shitting myself. Dry humping. Dude, trust me. Oh, I, There's I, a whole new... One day we may get into this on this, but there is a whole... We could do an entire podcast on... Things on, that you on have Things that I do when I'm drunk that would make you think that... That sounds like a good St. Patty's Day. Yeah, that uh, that I, I have issues with my uh, well w- with my identity. We'll just leave it at that. That no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm sure, um, my kids would love to chime in on that too. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have a little problem with our identity. Although I know what you're talking about specifically oh, yeah. is probably well. Not. Yeah, you know because I've told you some of these well, stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not above telling them to people I don't know though because they. Are rather funny, but even if I take a fifteen-minute nap, it the inside of my mouth when I wake up tastes like. What would happen if you if you fused a Denny's grease trap with the leavings outside the back of a Baskin Robbins in the sun for mm. three days, and then coated the inside of your face with it? That's about what it tastes like, like rotten fish assholes. <laughs> to the point where I feel like if I took a, a, a piece of. <laughs> Cloth or a brush onto assholes. my tongue. I don't think I, don't think I want non-rotten fish assholes. Oh, but I do su- eat fillet of fish beer, you know, periodically. So. Oh, you'd be surprised what you eat at, that has assholes. Mm, in it. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Well, I don't give a shit though. They're so good. Hot dogs are like reverse assholes. They're the whole, they're the part of the ass that produces the hole. I mean, it's the bowel, mm. right? Oh, I, you know what, dude? Hey, stop it! You're making me hungry for hot dogs. You could tell me they were made out of, you know, pig penis casing, and I'd still fucking eat them because, dude, they're hot dogs. <laughs> they have to be prepared correctly. And by that, I mean thrown out a fucking window. Uh, I, I, I cook them in the microwave, typically. Wrap uh, them in a wet paper towel, cook on. them in the microwave. Then you come get some on. of that good paper towel flavor on it. and come Oh, on. dude. Dude, I love hot dogs. Sorry. I like them on the grill, all right? I like them on the grill, but I'm very, very particular. Stick my hot dog up in your grill. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, my take on where bad breath comes from? Were you done yet? Uh, I don't really think I said where I think it comes from, but I, I believe that it probably comes from our molar gnomes, like our teeth gnomes. Because, mm. you know, like, there's an excavation going on inside my mouth over the last five or six years as my teeth slowly recede. Something no one warned me about, about getting old, is that your teeth don't just stay okay. Even if you brush them and keep up with them, if you've got stress where you grind your teeth, you're going to have fucking nubs left over. And, like, I'm at the point now where I need some kind of, like, a, a filler or something. Chewing on rocks doesn't help you. Well, yeah, eating all those pebbles. Uh, before I learned that I... Uh, pica. Yeah, pica, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to break it up as many times God, as I can. I've, I've got a bezoar the size of a fucking Nerf football in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you but, got a What? But I, a bezoar. Do you know what a bezoar is? No. Oh, my God. I laughed, and I'm like, what? A bezoar is like this, like, they, it happens in the stomachs of goats a lot. It's like this fucking lump of hair. It just oh, that doesn't digest. Terrible. It doesn't digest, and it slowly turns into a fucking giant dreadlock inside the body. It sounds like something out of, like, an 80s horror movie. It's the real thing, and it's fucking nasty. Oh, does it ever, like, come out people's butts? I guess it would have to no, be it has increasingly to be re- long it has to, be to removed get down that far, but yeah. I believe it has to be ma- re- re- removed <clears throat> surgically, because oh. it doesn't get out of the stomach. Oh, it's kind of like a conjoined twin down in your stomach there yeah. with, a, with a lot of hair. <laughs> Open your mouth. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's what Quato was. That's <laughs> really Quato was a bezoar. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it really takes a lot to tell me that's that's that that crosses the line. I guess that that's my line for a day. Yeah, yeah. You've, well, you'll be crossing more, my friend. Oh. We've only just begun. We've only just begun. I don't um, know any other words of that, or I'd sing more. So, you, what was you about to say? What your take on that? Both of was? mine are morning breath, definitely, and um, and possibly. I mean, maybe it could explain things from. I have two of them from from maybe um, um, you know, during the daytime when people have bad breath. Uh, my first one is that there's a lot of people out there who, while they're sleeping. They aren't thinking, and they're itching their buttocks, mm. and then sucking their fingers, <laughs> um, and possibly also eating that ass. That could be another thing that, that kind of gives you some skill. Literally eating that ass. You know, brushing habits are so important, and really, at every 
first time, every time. Brush your ass Brush teeth. Brush your ass teeth. If you have eaten some ass, that's fine. I think it's funny that we both went to the adults. same thing right there. Yeah, well, because, you know, consenting adults can eat all the ass they want, and who doesn't? But, but you know, brush your teeth because that's still poo. I don't care how clean it gets down there. It's poo comes out of that hole. My other theory, and I actually decided to go with this one than the other one that I was thinking of. Um, pet food tastes horrible. Mm. So your cats and dogs, while you're sleeping, to get back at you for feeding you that horrible tasting stuff, poop in your mouth. I don't know about the pooping in the mouth, but my dog will eat cat shit and then come up, and when I yawn, he'll lick the inside of my fucking mouth. He'll lick me right on the fucking roof of my mouth. Oh, you just made me hitch again. Yeah, dude, that one's like a legit, like, oh. Dogs putting their tongue in your mouth, period. I mean, dude, I understand dogs' mouths are supposedly the cleanest mouth ever, which, whatever, I don't know that this is That's like the cleanest fucking sewer ever. That is, dude, that is another topic for us for another day. I think you're right. But... You know, animal myths. Yeah. Um, but I think that, yes, that they are in some form or fashion while you're sleeping putting poop in your mouth. Maybe not directly sitting on your mouth and shitting in it, but they are pooping on your mouth. Right. Well, in a way, they're they're introducing poop into you. And I think that's the key problem here is that, you know, anytime that someone injects poop into you, even willingly, there's a problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this ain't like a two girls, one cup fucking, uh, you know, way of life. No. That's disgusting. No. Even though I know that wasn't real poop in that video, but wasn't if anybody it? have, no. I'm pretty, it looks, it looks like a peanut butter mix or with hummus or something like that. It's far, it's like, it's got too many, like, sticky little, um, strings coming off mm. the, while it's happening. If you've never seen that, which I've, I'm sure anybody. Who is watching this has probably seen that or watching this. Yeah, I'm an I, idiot. I Anybody who's listening to this... They could be watching it. ...has more than likely seen that video. If you haven't, I don't even know if it's available anymore. Hey, some of our audience might be... It was so disturbing. I know that some of our audience is probably going to have at one point or another in their life done LSD or some other psychedelic. And they could very well be tripping balls right now and watching us. Watching our voices possible, yeah. as they as the walls melt and breathe. So, I mean, you know, let, let's not assume that... And let's not assume all our listeners are humans or even from this dimension. That's Aliens true. could tune in and they actually eat sound. Dear Tom and Mike, I wanted you to know that my goldfish can only go to sleep listening to your podcast. <laughs> oh, I dream of the day when we find that out to be true. I, I do love a good goldfish story. <laughs> so, bad breath, as you can probably guess, is caused by bacteria, which thrives in that foul, moist, food particle-rich hellhole that is the human mouth. <laughs> but it's not that wet, stinky hole that produces the stench of rotting fish at high noon in the tropics. It's the crusty leavings that you get after sleeping, which tends to dry your mouth out since you're not producing as much salvia. Salvia? Because you're not... <laughs> I'm not producing any salvia while I'm sleeping. <laughs> Or awake, uh, a saliva, and that's also because you're not constantly shoveling food into it while you're asleep. You might be. Some people do. Um, so it's the dryness that causes the bacteria to proliferate, not the, the moisture, which is what I would have assumed. There's stuff like snoring, sleep apnea, which I have. Medication is also a problem for me that cause dry mouth. Um, and these t- the dry mouth tissue is going to only add to this. So what can you do to prevent it? Well, you already know the answers to this. That's the thing. You know the answer to this. You brush your fucking teeth. And not just in the morning. You need to at least do it at bedtime as well. And I'm not going to sit here on my high horse and say that I always brush my teeth at bedtime. But I try to make it like a daily habit. And and that's okay. I, I can say that with, with confidence because I'm about to go a step further and talk about flossing. And that's something I don't do. <laughs> I hate because... Tom's dentist, are you listening right now? You've been right all these years. They have been. Uh, I, I hate it so now Don't forget painful. about brushing your tongue. You see, you skipped over that last part of it there. Well, yeah, you do. You do want to brush your tongue. Cause actually, I do. I like, brush my tongue. I brush the roof of my mouth. Yeah, like 80% of it sits on that because that's the, the spot that has the most surface area. That's where all the bacteria sits. And that's why it tastes like ass because it almost literally is... The same chemicals that are in ass. <laughs> Especially if you keep your toothbrush in close proximity to your toilet. See, mine are actually across the room from each other. So I like to think that because I close the lid when I flush, not as much of the uh, fecal 
and urinary particles make it across the room. Do you, you know, I, I've heard that that is a myth, but I wonder, do you think there are people who brush their teeth and they're so weird about germs and, and that they just open up a new, or they buy toothbrushes. Buy oh, I'm sure there's somebody that does it. Like yeah. someone goes to Sam's Club or whatever. Right, you can go to the Dollar Tree and get yourself, you know, 100 fucking... toothbrushes for 100 bucks. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake, that's that's three months worth of brushing your teeth with the brand new toothbrush every day. Unless you, every time you eat, you brush your teeth. Well, that's true. I'm thinking maybe, yeah, you know what, you're right about that. That's, God, if you brush your teeth like three times a day, that's... you're going to go through two-thirds of those toothbrushes in a month. Right. Right, you're gonna go through a lot of toothbrushes. That's right. Um, it's a math. Yeah. Uh, so now that there's also flossing, which I, I fucking hate flossing because to me it's yeah. like taking razor wire to my gums. Um, I mean, you know, all, all it just turns them into mincemeat, and 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 that's probably because I do it out of guilt once every six months in this sort of off off idea that, oh, I'm going to practice uh, an advanced level of self-care. Like, to me, flossing feels like level, like self-care 301. You know you know what I mean? Like, yes, I shower every day. Yes, I shampoo every three days. I, I fucking you know, conditioner. I brush my teeth. Flossing is like, uh, can I get this whole, like, like gym thing worked out first? Maybe, <laughs> like, drop some of the weight. Maybe then, maybe then, I might consider flossing. Because really, first of all, who am I trying to impress? And second of all, I don't want my gums to bleed like 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 a fucking vampire every single time. Water pick is always a uh, alternative to that. I used to own one. I actually really liked it. Or that or that goofy little weird um, nipple nub thing on the end of the toothbrush. Older. Sometimes oh, you find it's, those things it's like a rubber can, spike. You go ahead and pick your teeth with that. Yeah, it's like a rubber spike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you really hate on the taste of yourself, there's always mouthwash. Because who doesn't enjoy the, the sensation of liquid fire on their tender mouth? You really hate on right? the taste of yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. I'm tasting me. <laughs> I actually, uh, you know, here's an interesting um, side point. I have a problem with chronic um, dry mouth. and Yeah, I do um, too. Well, and the dry mouth call, can cause bad breath and so forth. Always pick a mouthwash that is alcohol-free. Yeah, that's that's actually because a really the good alcohol idea. mouthwash dries the shit out of the inside of your mouth and makes it smelly shit. I kind of wonder if that's not by design. <laughs> like it's almost like creating uh, a need cycle. What did you get all over your filter there, dude? Looks like you spilled hot chocolate on the side of it. We'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> you you got mudding? No, I fucking I fucking had a frosty. Uh, and, and I I I. I was, it looks like you were out mudding, honest to God. If you said, well, I was out doing like a, I was doing a podcast from a from a 4 by 4 out in the middle of a trail, I'd be like, I can see that. No, I, I accidentally smacked it across the fucking table, <laughs> and it went plop all over everything, dude. Like, you can see it on my carpet. I, yeah, I see that, yeah. yeah I didn't actually notice it up on there, but yeah, on the, like on the mic filter, it's so it's so obvious to me over here. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, it's so obvious to me. It took me um, almost an hour to notice it. <laughs> And this is like the fourth time you've been here since I, I did that, yep, too. Yep, that's so. right. I said it's so obvious. It was. So obvious, I, I said it twice. Um, so, let's let's move on to our next question, then. Uh, what is earwax? Hmm. Earwax, I think, is the byproduct of, that, of the sweat of that little squirrel that's running on the wheel inside your head. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets greasy and it washes itself sometimes and as it throws it out it becomes earwax and um, it's it's there to um, to stop bugs and probes from fully going into your ears while you're sleeping a lot of this stuff has to do with sleeping you know mm, weird yeah. shit happening to me um, so, I so think, bad I think things that's are happening happens. to you in your sleep are you sure you're not being abducted by aliens I, don't, I can't, you know, I can't talk about uh, that. I'm People s- are listening. Yeah, I'm just seeing some weird patterns here. I'm yeah. starting to get a little concerned. Um, but you're right. I mean, does your squirrel have a name? I also can't tell you that. Oh, my name is mine's named Chippy. I don't know why you can't share. No, no, I, I, mean, I, thought, I, I, I didn't. I thought we were it, closer than this. I mic, didn't give but. it a name like you would expect Chipmunk to have. All uh-huh. right, his his name is Reginald. What? That's not bad. Yeah, I know, but he doesn't like me. You know. Talking about him, I think you know he's got. Hey, he's, he's got warrants. He's got, but he's got 
He's got warrants out for oh oh. You know, oh. now I just fucking blew his cover. Well, I mean, you can always change his name, but he lives in your fucking head rent free. I think you should be able to set some fucking healthy boundaries and about he what he produces. A lot of wax. I mean, I'm talking prolific amounts. Wow. I'm actually thinking, much like hippies, um, I'm going to start selling earwax candles. Earwax candles. There's no such fucking thing yep. as earwax There's candles. There's going to be. I'm saying, you know, hippies, oh, you're make, gonna make, hippies make candles. I'm oh. going to make candles. Okay. Oh, God, if hippies made earwax candles, I imagine somehow they would manage to infuse them with patchouli. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the worst smells ever. I, think I being... would rather smell an unwashed fucking hobo's anus than patchouli. Well, isn't it basically just the smell of dirt? No, patchouli is like a bunch of herbs and like other weird shit that it's... I, I don't know how to describe it to you, but it's 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 horrible. Mm. In fact, I'm going to get you some beard oil scented like patchouli. All right, great. No, you know what? The, I won't wear it. You know what? The patchouli that that the that my, my beard oil um, supplier makes actually is not terribly... Bad smelling, but every every person that I've ever met that wears patchouli, either to hide the fact that they are not washing or hide the fact that they've been smoking some skunk weed, or what have you, has been absolutely terrible smelling. So maybe it's just the quality of the patchouli oil that they're getting. I don't know. Because I'll tell you what, if I'm if I'm it's saving bad. up if I'm saving up for some reefer and some patchouli oil, I'm gonna I'm gonna short myself on the patchouli oil because I want to get the good reefer. That's just me, though. I mean, you know, I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. So, um, I was thinking that it's nature's uh, uh, crafting supplies. You know, I mean, all in one. I thought you were going to say candy there for a second. I was like, I was going to be like, believe me, it does not taste good. No, it tastes nothing like candy. But, you know, you can use it as WD-40. You can use it like duct tape. And, you know, painting supplies. So, you're telling me that not only will it fasten things together, but it would also unstick them if they are stuck and you don't want them to be stuck? It's all having to do with the consistency of it. You have to water it down. Well, well I was going to so. say WD-40 is a spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you would have Which to I think smells it. terrific, by the way. I'd rather smell that on people than patchouli. Oh, you like maybe it's a little under each yeah. ear? Yeah, a little bit on your wrist and you yeah. push it around that way, you know. See, the problem with that is then you've got robots wanting to fuck you all the time. That's like, cool. we don't already is, have is, that is, problem. Was that a problem? I don't yeah. think that's a problem. That's a huge problem. I think that that is an uh, embarrassment of riches. No, I'm already robot married. I can't robot cheat on my robot wife with, with Well, I'm not. Robot. Just like I'm not, I'm not man married either. Well, yeah. Or animal married or any, you know, I'm only actually, you know, in one sense of the word am I, am I spoken for. So, yeah. uh, robots out there, you know. Just throwing it down there, throwing some offers. That's almost a question we need to do as an opinion piece at some point. I want to come back to that at some point. Is it cheating to fuck a sex robot? <laughs> I, yeah, that, that, that's, that's something I'm, 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 going to, I'm going to reserve my answer on that because I think that I could really... I can go on that one for a while. Am I love? Am <laughs> I sex? Suck my dick, suck it, bitch. That's how I like it. Oh, yes, that feels good. <laughs> Cerumen, which is to say earwax and not the wizard from the Lord of the Rings, exists <laughs> primarily to act as a barrier from foreign ma- for foreign matter, such as dirt and bacteria, from getting in and causing an infection. It's the I don't want none of that there foreign matter getting inside my ears. That's right. That's right. We Only need a good wall. Old American matter. We're going to build a wall. We're going to make the wax <laughs> pay for it. It's like the human body's own personal fly trap, and it's pretty much every bit as gross as that mental image that is being conquered by me, conquered, conjured by me having said conquered. that. <laughs> it also repels insects. True. It actually does repel what insects. What did I tell you? I said it keeps the bees you and did. shit from my ears. You were correct. I was a little surprised at that. I actually did have a bee get stuck in my ear when I was a kid. That's not a joke. So, you know, if, you're, if you are running low on citronella candles this summer, well, you know, just experiment and let us know how that goes. I'm not prepared to do this. I may just. I, 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 I don't know if I'm prepared to, to collect it. I just, it's, that's a long haul, man. That's a lot of wax to collect. I mean, I, I guess if I made myself sick, maybe mm-hmm. a lot, like, that might help. So here's another interesting thing. Apparently, um, color, uh, wax, earwax is not entirely colorblind. There are two types, the dry and the wet. Wet's usually found in Africans and Caucasians, while dry ear wax is found in Asians, Native Americans, and Pacific Islanders. Huh. That is interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. And that's not really a color so much as a consistency. So, yeah, it gets dry and kind of scaly, 
um, in in the, the the latter mentioned Asian cultures and Native Americans and Pacific Islanders, where ours is goopy and wet and gross. Like there's any like one's better than the other. It's still yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, like probably one of the it still most feels disgusting like a, like a way. It's it's well, it's like boogers in your ears. Yeah, it's one of the most disgusting things your body produces. The color of your earwax also tells a story. Where the darkest earwax is older and harder. This stuff is just jam packed with ooey gooey badness, which is why it smells like the death of a galaxy on the tip of your fingertip. <laughs> tip of your fingertip. At the tip of your fingertip. That's right. The tip As of your fingertip. As opposed to the tip of my second knuckle. We're talking about the galaxy here. We need to work in the macrocosm scale okay. or micro. I, I don't know. I'm full of shit. Um, if it's dark brown or black and it's tinged with blood, you might have gotten your bell rung because you're bleeding from the ear balls. I, I actually have, uh, because of all the problems I've had with my ears over the course of time, I am very familiar with the uh, with that Dark brown, tinged with blood stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to use like like uh, Q-tips. Well, what do they tell you? Anything, anything bigger than your finger, you shouldn't stick inside your ear or something to that effect. But, uh, but nothing, if, nothing other. You don't put anything bigger than your elbow. Is it elbow? It's elbow because yeah. it's physically impossible unless you're double jointed to even get your elbow near your ear. Well, here's the thing, though: if you don't way. clean your ears out, it's going to be disgusting for anybody who happens to have to look at the side of your head. So yeah, yeah. You got to do something. Well, eventually, it starts to cluster outward and, and pour out like like mumps. Yeah, right. And yeah. then you're like you're laying on your you get up and it looks like you've fucking had a mountain range growing on your pillow overnight. You know what it looks like? It looks like that fucking foam, uh, foam caulk stuff that you use. Oh, yeah, the, the expanding good stuff. caulk. The expanding caulk. The expanding caulk. This episode <laughs> brought to you by expanding caulk. My caulk expands. My caulk. My caulk. Look at my caulk, everybody. From Boston, where's your caulk? Yellow earwax is generally the most socially acceptable and healthiest earwax, although some fashion lines are starting to explore the taboo subject of dark earwax coatier. So, you know, we're, we're still looking into these things. It's a new world. It's a new, brave world, and we're exploring so many new things. It's okay to have earwax. It's not yellow and socially acceptable. Now, the flankier stuff generally seems to imply that you produce less body odor-containing chemicals, while the heavier stuff indicates that you should make... Uh, sure that you're sure, you know. This episode is brought to you by Sure and uh, Sure Deodorant. Confident, confident, dry and secure. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you're sure. <laughs> Do they even make that shit anymore? I have no idea. I, I think so, but I'm not sure on that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I, sure. Uh, uh, you like that? End of episode. Good. We're good. Um, yeah, I don't think I've seen a commercial for it in like 10 or 15 years. That's because everybody's had it ingrained on them to the point that it's in our DNA and our children even know the fucking Shore deodorant um, yeah. uh, jingle. Then why the fuck is there still a McDonald's commercial every... Well, because uh, they change their slogans and everything. Like, when's the, like, you deserve a break today? That shit was like way, way back in the day. I thought, Mc, I thought I'm loving it is their current, isn't I'm loving it? I think current? so, and that's been one for a for while, a but they've while. had, but they've had other ones too. I remember very clearly being at the beach like 2003. No, I can't remember exactly. My, my friend's son was eight, and he is currently 19. So, 11 years ago, I'm loving it was at least a year old. I'm, I'm thinking right now that there's something else. There is some, another topic for creepy mascots for things because Ronald McDonald did not look like what you think he looks like Today. now at, when he first came out. It was, no, he it was, was terrifying. Dude, it was hella creepy. He was like John Wayne Gacy level creepy. With with like a cup for a nose, and <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm telling you, he killed. Yeah. It was really fucking and like, bad. And like a really deep voice. Yeah. Hey, kids. I'm Ronald McDonald. I won't molest you. Come and eat some burgers. <laughs> so here's a point of contention, which we did just bring up, which is that you don't use Q-tips to clear out your earwax, which is weird because I mean it feels so fucking satisfying. It's it's like it's it? like an orgasm when when, like, when you hit that when you right hit spot, spot in there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it comes out. And it's like goop. It's like it's like popping a zit. It's so nice. It's like uh, the satisfaction. It's gross, but. There's a certain comfort to it as well. <laughs> the problem, though, is that you can actually compact it and shove it too deep into your ear canal, and if you really fuck up or sneeze, you can even puncture your eardrum. Um, you, 
Also, you know, if you put a fucking candle in your ear to and, and light it, you're a fucking idiot. And the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to burn yourself and you're going to get candle wax lodged in, lodged in your fucking ear. Don't be fucking stupid. It's a candle. You don't put fucking candles in your body and light them except for sex. Y- you can also... <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, who doesn't like a good-ass candle? Right. Um, but you can burn a candle made out of your wax. Oh, sure. Just remember, when I bring my line out, this will be the place that I come to make my, sure. my pitch for it. As long as you don't <clears throat> burn it in your ear. I mean, I'm just saying, there's a very, very weird sort of subculture of humanity that, that like is like, oh, have you tried this natural remedy? Like, you know, natural, like a candle in your Isn't ear. Isn't kind of like wicking or something like that? Is yeah, they, they call, call it wicking. When, when, you, when you do that. It's like wicking the sweat away from Just your never balls. seemed like a good idea to me because, yeah. you know, you catch your hair on fire or something else, and I just, you know, I'm not... Well, and that's why you have to be careful with butt candles for the exact same reason. I do have hair in my ass. Now, because I there's actually... no way I'm getting a razor anywhere near my fucking balloon knot. No. No. That feels like that's just going to end in tears. Yeah. Or tears. Or both. Well, uh, yeah. I use. Plus, I, I don't use, want to piss off the worm in case it pops its head out while I'm down there. Worm? You mean your new appendix? You know, whatever. You call it a worm. Okay. Um, so I have this. I have this thing. It's like um, it's got like a bottle of solution in it. That's sort of like almost like an acid acidy stuff. And then one of those little bulbs, like a little miniature personal. <laughs> it like, sounds correct. You put acid in your ear. <laughs> well, it's not acid, but it has an acidic quality to it that I guess breaks down that earwax. So what you do is you take this stuff and you you squeeze it in your ear and you lay on one side for like good three to five minutes. Does it sound like it's sizzling while it's in It there? does sound like it's sizzling. It's a weird kind of bubbly sizzly, and then it gets cold. And then after a while, you're like, can I get up now? And then about three minutes later, then you can get up. And then and then you, you take this little bulb thing, which is like I said, it's like a little tiny turkey baster or like an enema bulb, and you blast blast a little warm uh, uh, distilled water up into your eardrum, and then all this stuff comes spilling out. And it's not as exciting as it sounds. It's not like, oh, chunks come out. It just <laughs> melts. Because that's exciting, right? Yeah, oh yeah. It's very exciting. It wasn't disgusting at all. It was exciting. No, it's it's always exciting when chunks come out of whatever hole you've got. I don't get excited. I'm not saying exciting is necessarily a good thing. Yeah, I'm I don't just get saying excited, it is. yeah, when chunks come out like of my my butt. Like if I have the runs and it's chunky, that's not Okay, if I said Oh my god highly unpleasant. If I said, Oh my god, would Jack would you call that a, a state of excitement? Uh yeah, I guess. More, so, possibly more alarm than excitement, but so yes. Maybe, yeah, well, we're, maybe we're arguing semantics okay. here. And it's possible. But, um, yeah, so this thing's like a neti pot for your for your ear, and, so and I like when, it. So when the water does come out, when you, like, that stuff that you put in at first, does that just adhere itself to the wax and it doesn't come out? No. I mean, I mean, like, like, like after the three minutes, you turn your head over. Would nothing come out until you until you flushed it? Oh, it would come out. It's just it just oozes out a little bit. And, and is it warm? Is it kind of like warm and satisfying? Kind of like it's, you know, putting a putting a butt plug in a metal one is always a little bit uncomfortable at first because it's very cold. But when you pull it out, that sensation of that body temperature metal coming out is. Fantastic. We've discussed this on our gaming channel before, and, and I have to say, I, I don't know what a butt plug feels like. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You, you do. I don't. I don't either, actually. I just. I don't, I don't know what a butt plug feels like. Please help me. Send the help. Call the police. <laughs> You're going to find out. Call the police. You're going to find out. All right, so we got one more for today. Uh, one last question, and that is. Why do some poops not wipe away as easily as others? This was your question, Mike. This is you my question. You actually brought this up to me to yesterday when we were on the phone. <laughs> and uh, and you inspired me to look it up. So And this this here I kind of want I, I kind of want to riff on for a minute because yeah absolutely I mean this is one of those situations I don't have an answer for it and and perhaps I could come up with something that I thought was an answer. But I need to clarify on what this is. Yeah, sometimes, you called it, what do you call it, a highlighter? Po- uh, no, no, a uh, magic marker. Magic mo- marker. It's one of those ones, some of those times you go in to take a poop, and it all comes out, and you're feeling like, yeah, like, everything went great. And you go to wipe, and you wipe twice, maybe, 
and everything comes up clean and you're out the door. Yeah. You get a squishy one, you know, like uh, you ate something that upset your stomach a little bit. You know there's going to be some paperwork involved in that one. So you're there taking care of business. It takes, you know, half of a roll, but you finally get yourself clean. These are the ones I'm talking about where it kind of falls more into the category of the first one, and you're wiping, and you're wiping, and you're like, okay, you give yourself your customary two wipes, and something makes you think, maybe I should try another one. You go for another one, and all of a sudden there's this dark brown splotch on there again. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, I thought I was done. And here you're more to the territory of the latter where you just seem to be wiping forever. It's almost like you've mm-hmm. got an, a, you know, a, a magic marker in there, and it's not going to run out of ink anytime soon, and you're going to keep wiping a sheen, clean sheet of paper on there constantly. And those are frustrating, because I believe those are probably the kinds that trick us and leave you know, stains. Little, little stains in your underwear. I'm trying well, to help the people of America yeah. why to not have America? so many streakers in there. Why, why just America? I mean, this could be international. We, this we don't, is true. I'm you know, sorry, everybody. So insensitive, Mike. I'm trying to help everybody. Um, I really am. I, you know, and there's another problem to that, because it, at a certain point it becomes impractical to just keep wiping. You know, when you've gotten through well, your you're, fifth, you're going to make things sore. You're going to tear things up. It's, it's going to be like like a brisket down there, and you don't want that. So um, nobody wants to see the uh, big shiny red monkey hiney. No. Uh-uh. So at a certain point you have to stop, but then you're walking around with this, like, a level of discomfort that that goes to your core. Like, and it is going it's to like lead your chakra to swamp is, Your literal, well, that yeah, but like your actual sh- fucking root chakra is is itchy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and it's gonna get itchy too. I don't know. You it's know. gonna be itchy, and then what you do? You go back and you wipe, and like, oh god, there's more of it. Where yep. the fuck did it come from? And then you sweat, and then like the sweat and the butt meats get together, and they make something, and then some more comes out. And boy, I want to stop talking about this. I always <laughs> assumed when I was growing up that maybe it was because you didn't quite pinch one off. Yeah. To the And there was just a little bit There's of There's a dookie. Klingon in there. There was a little bit of dookie still stuck in the chute. So you're wiping the poop, not the chute, essentially. Essentially, yes. You might, you're still making contact with skin down there because, you know, I mean, everything's pretty in close quarters down there in right. your ass. Hopefully. And uh, always Generally. remember, boys and girls, wipe front to back, not back to front. Yeah. Yeah, don't get shit on your taint. Yeah, or or other stuff. So, you know, other areas. Though. Yeah, anywhere, really, other than your butt's not a good place for yeah. poop. Uh, or the toilet, that's a good place for poop. Believe it or not, I actually had trouble finding a concrete answer to this. I do really feel like that was something that you would have found a lot of concrete I found a lot on. of information, but not really anything that specifically addressed this. Which, being that this is the internet, I can't believe that the internet failed me. This time, if anybody um, out there has an answer, oh, we want to hear it. Please. I got to know what it is. Uh, so what I what I did look managed to look up was that it, sticky poops, which is I'm kind of where I angled it um, in terms of a search, uh, for lack of a better explanation, um, is that when you eat stuff that has too much fat, if you have a high fat diet, it makes your poop sticky. Stuff like uh, lactose intolerance and other GI disorders can also cause it. I do have lactose intolerance. So there you go. There you go. That's not an all the time thing. There's a lot of reasons. I'm I'm not sure if I'm buying the sticky poop thing, but I'm going to listen nonetheless. Well, that was my only explanation. Because I'm going to say, like, most poops are sticky because otherwise, like, if shit was Teflon, nobody would ever bitch about walking on it in the yard. You know what I mean? That's true. If it was hydrophobic, that would be really cool. Hydrophobic poop. So, So it's afraid of water? Yeah. Okay. That means that it, it, it repels water. There's there are materials. <laughs> I'm serious. That's I what just it's called. yeah. I just baby chuckle. Um, I thought of a turd being like, oh no, because like it, like it, it it absolutely refuses to come out of your ass and go into the water, assuming that you have water in your toilets wherever you're listening to this from. But uh, like I could see the turd like curling back up, you know, like repelling the water. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> It's trying to climb back up my hole. <laughs> so I found an article on men's health in which it stated that it is okay to wipe back to front. 
if this seems absolutely sacrilegious to you folks, it's because it, it, it really absolutely does. fucking is. If you're doing this, you're fucking wrong. It's time to turn your butt in because you are not a responsible butt owner. Two things I know of having to do with toilet paper. Number one, that motherfucking roll goes over the top. Right. Over, not oh, under. Right, right. And, and number two, you wipe from front to motherfucking back. Yeah, no other direction. None of this swirls or fancy shit. No figure yeah, like, eights. Hey, why not wipe side to side and get it all over your cheeks and all over the toilet yeah. seat too while you're at it? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you get shit all over yeah, your cheeks? Why else let's do that? I give a fuck. Yeah, mm. uh, I don't know why you've got an infection down there. <laughs> now, if you're a woman, wiping back to front can actually cause urinal tract hell because you're gonna you're gonna get a fucking you're, you're gonna get shit in your fucking vagina and your little boober there, you know, the up in your, <laughs> your urethra. <laughs> I couldn't think of what it was called, so I just... called it a boober. I know, I know, I know. When it's, in fact, a urethra, Franklin. Wow, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what, there's so many directions I could go and make fun of you for that. I'm just going to let it go, though. Yeah. I'll let it go on this time. The but. point is that you're getting you're getting poop in your, in your, in your downstairs mix-up, and you don't want that. Yeah, where you it's not supposed that. to be. That That's an area that, that uh, I prefer to uh to think you know is is ph balanced and clean and everything else and when you introduce foreign waste material like that i mean as it is think about it this way and this is what i've always said your you know your genitals and your asshole are in close proximity to each other covered by the same piece of fabric Mm-hmm. All day long, right? That's already an issue of risk. That's Don't a fucking risk make area. it worse by wiping the wrong way. Right, right, right. Don't get the stains going that way. You don't want that. Yeah. You're also you're really also supposed to be very gentle with your butthole. Now, I think this goes without saying, but OBGYN doctor Antonio Pizarro, MD, suggests taking gentleness gentleness to an obnoxious level of dabbing and not wiping. This will help to avoid irritation and anal fissures, sure, but you also go through 17 rolls of toilet paper a day. I feel like if you were blotting your asshole instead of wiping it, it would take an immensely long time to clean yourself up. Not only that, wouldn't you kind of be... Um, it's kind of like, think of those in the old days when they used to use, um, put some hot wax and then stamp envelopes, you know, sealing wax, yeah, sealing wax. You'd kind of be doing that on your asshole though. You'd be, you'd be kind of pressing your mark into it and spreading it out. You have opened up a brand new marketplace, my friend. We, who can we talk to about getting this off the ground? Let's start a Kickstarter right now, because I'm for thinking asshole seals. signet rings for for buttholes are the new thing that we gotta oh, get. Dude, that's off the that's ground. a good idea. Yeah, like poop poop signet rings. Maybe like, even like maybe even your just shit. to go right back to it, a butt plug with a signet on the other. There end you of go. It. There you go. That's perfect because when it poops up and, and it's got a little smiley face or your initials, you're gonna feel great. And you could even use it for that special love note to your significant other. Not only will oh, the sig- you mean like not you- only will the signet be there, but the odor of your anus will also be there for them to recognize. Oh, so like when so like when you you, you leave the poop on their your lover's pillow like you. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. If you did it right. If you did it right. If you did it right, you made somebody shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now you made me think of that scene from uh, Kingpin, where the, the his he bangs his landlord and she's like, "Oh, you shook something loose up in there," <laughs> you know, and she's sitting on the toilet. Oh, that's so disgusting. Um, okay. I'm not. Now I'm gonna. I, this next piece, I'm just gonna read straight up verbatim from the article I read on Everyday Health. Quote, Another advocate looking at your poop before you flush is Dr. Mahet Oz, MD, host of the Dr. Oz Show, who explained during a now-famous appearance on the Oprah Winfrey Show that the perfect poop is log-like and S-shaped, not broken up into pieces. Part of getting that log-style shape, compared with poop that comes out more pebbly-looking, Broken up into uh, uh, broken up into pieces comes from eating fiber, which lends bulk to stool and acts as a glue to keep the poop stuck together as it exits your body. Pencil thin poops, on the other hand, can be a sign of rectal cancer, which narrows the opening through which the stool passes. According to Sheth, I have no idea who Sheth is. 
Uh, I'm going to be honest, I didn't catch that in the article. <laughs> I Sheth. only took the quote. Sheth sounds like a like, like someone's trying to mispronounce the and name And I will tell Sheth. you that I have very little respect for, for Dr. Dr. Oz. Fuck I Dr. Oz. I think he's a snake oil salesman, he personally. He he's is. a guy who has doctor on his, on his name, so he figures he's an expert at everything. But right. I do absolutely agree, and I've told people this my entire life, and it's not just out of morbid... F- curiosity or fascination but i tell i tell my kids and i've told other people that i know to always to look at your poop i'm not saying you got it every yeah. time but you need to keep an eye on it because if you had some kind of bleeding on there or something you know the 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 color the shape anything if something was off you wouldn't know unless you looked and I also think it's important to take uh, pleasure and 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 pride in your accomplishments, especially and that like your leavings. You know, like like one time a long time ago, I managed to pull off the perfect um, Dairy Queen swirly poop, like where I kind of ran my ass in circles mm. over the seat, and it was a nice little coil with a tip coming off the end of it, like a cone. Dude, it was magical. Yes. And, and did you have anyone to share it with? No, unfortunately, That's I didn't. I've also taken a dump one time where it came about six inches out of the water. <laughs> I've done that, which was which was not magical in the least bit because you think about six inches out it's of the not water elegant. It's could not possibly elegant. touch your junk, and the last thing you want is a cold, watery turd out of the water touching. Your genitals. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a fucking... Or cabal. really at all. Or really at all. Does anybody... Well, maybe smearing fecal matter on your junk is your thing, but I personally think it's disgusting. Well, some people are into that. That's, that's, I, that's I my that's I don't my think opinion. shame, but... I but mean, good on you I won't if, claim if you to understand it. it, you know. Scat, scat. Scat, scat, scat around. <laughs> so this, now, this same article also went on to say that farting 10 to 18 times is totally normal. Now, if that is totally normal, then you and I possess supernatural levels of gas. Yeah. And may, oh, in yeah. fact, be producing butt ghosts like I, that I episode of Ren I definitely broke off my daily limit uh, as soon as I woke up this morning. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes I have to say, like, well, okay, what's a fart? Because, you know, sometimes I can drop one for a good 10 seconds just to... I did one like of those a fucking morning. And I like to say, like, no, no, I'm not fully awake and I'm not out of bed and up. At, you know, I'm using air quotes right now. Until I've let one rip. Because that's part of my morning routine, one that I'm absolutely certain my significant other and my pets do not particularly enjoy, but nonetheless. I have to say, because I I, I don't know if I have IBS or not, but it never is there a time when I have to take shit where it isn't an immediate fucking need. It's never like, like, I think I could poop sometime in the next 45 minutes. No, it's like, I have to shit right fucking now. And, and and I need to run and like you know these panic rushes you, to the bathroom. I will tell you that I have I have actually thought about this and not saying I've researched it, but a lot of us were brought up in a time and most people are when you're a child that you have to get in and out of that bathroom, in and yeah, out of the bathroom, in yeah. and out of the bathroom. You may not sit in there and enjoy and casually go to the bathroom, which I personally, as I've grown older, I do. You're because, not really supposed to do that, though. Because, yeah, but you know what, man? I don't I don't feel like I should wait until the absolute last second until I am at the optimum where I'm going to be able to go in, drop, wipe, and be out of the bathroom in, in less than five minutes. Like a man. I like to go in there and, and take some time and enjoy taking my shit. It's something that I have to do typically once a day, uh, sometimes once every other day. It really depends, and not that anybody wanted to know that. But, you know, if, if it's part of my life, I like to think of it as, you know, I sit down and I enjoy the food that I'm eating. I'm enjoying that fucking journey of of that food from beginning to end. Don't and that, stop <laughs> and, and And I choose to... I choose to enjoy the evacuation as much as I enjoyed the intake. That's that's, that's I, me. You're taking pleasure in life, and that's all right. Uh, now, and you can't see, deny me that sometimes a good shit is fucking phenomenal. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, this last thing really upsets me. This is also from the Everyday Health article. Um, there is such a thing as, and I'm not shitting you, <laughs> um, a poop transplant that actual real doctors with actual real medical degrees came up and I'm sorry, put into what? practice. A poop transplant. Now, 
Apparently okay. this has something to do with taking healthy poop. Is this something, is this what it sounds like? Yes, it is exactly what it sounds like. So, you do take they poop. go up through the back door, or does it go through your mouth? I was not prepared to learn how this was done. All I know is do that they Do they cut you removed. open and transplant it into your gut? Like, you have to stay in the hospital for, for three days afterwards to make sure the wounds heal from your poop transplant? Right, right, and it, your body doesn't reject it. <laughs> Even though it's supposed to, right? Like, yeah, like, well, seriously, it's waste products, so yes, it, it would absolutely reject it. In the article... It did say something to the effect of um, it's best to get your poop donor uh, donation <laughs> from a family member who lives in a different household. Can you imagine that conversation, Dad? Dad, Dad. I eat with my parents far too often, and my brother has issues, so I'd be kind of in trouble on that note. I just, I'm picturing myself like, hey, Dad, how's it going? Listen, I. I hate to ask. I know it really sucks. I just have to, you know, bug you. But but I, I need a little more of your poop. <laughs> and no, and no, world. I, I don't eat with my parents because I still live with them. Thank you. I, I don't live in my parents' basement or anything like that. I, I do live on the I same think stretch of property as they do. Well, you know what? Though a lot of people, you always hear people like that's the big insult on the air. Oh. They're like, oh, oh, get up, turn off the computer and get out of your mom's basement. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, let me tell you something, world. I'm in your mom's basement because I'm hiding from your dad. What about that? Ah, right. yeah. Because he wouldn't do the poop transplant. And he got mad at me. Yeah, thanks a lot. I had to come in and steal it. Yeah, I had to steal it. Yeah, I am you know, a turd. Like a there is like, <laughs> I read this article. I wish I, I knew where it was, but there was this article of like really strange, like the dirtiest statements that you can make in, in different cultures. Like, you know, like in America, we have motherfucker, which is relatively tame to the point where like, no, I feel like we should not, change it. That's not the worst. Are you no, kidding no, me? No, no, no. I'm the, saying the C word and something having to do with that would be the worst. Well, I was going to say like, we really need to step it up like, like Peaches did and, and call it father fucker. You know, because she just like I'm gonna turn this on its ear, uh, or it's cunt, depending on. <laughs> Say that's the word. Oh. That's the word. But apparently, and this is somewhere in like the the Baltic region of the world, um, there is a saying that literally translates to "reach into my ass and jerk off with my shit." <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't even know what that's to say. That's explicit I'm, to the point of being. I'm kind of speechless. That's poetry, man. That is fucking poetry. That is some. That is some biology poetry. There. I mean, I. It is. Wow. Well, we have come to the end of this part of the podcast. Um, before we move on to the opinions portion of the podcast, I would like to encourage all of you, if you enjoy this podcast, to please. Um, Visit us on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash stupidqcast, S-T-U-P-I-D-Q-C-A-S-T. And we're also on Twitter at the same handle, so check us out. And finally, you can send us an email if you want to send us a question that you'd like to have answered on the show at stupidqpodcast at gmail.com. Now, we did get... uh, I did put out some feelers uh, this morning, and I did get a couple of, of questions from people. And uh, I'm really, really happy to read this one from Austin Steely. Why does the sun go to sleep? (laughs) Well, I think, uh, for me, the sun probably goes to sleep because, you know, he works a hard day also. Yeah, yeah. And we all know that nobody lives on the flat underside of the Earth. What we also know is the dark side of the Earth. So when he's on that side, or she, I'm sorry, I should not, my goodness, I should not assign gender to the sun. I really shouldn't. But I would assume if if you believe that the Earth is flat like I do, that you probably think that all important jobs are also done by men. So the sun is definitely he. He needs to sleep. He needs his his hours of sleep. That's yeah, the why, moon is female. What the fuck does that mean? That's why he closes his eyes, mm. Austin. That, that's the answer. That's the answer. I hope you were looking forward to. I and and, and let's just take this a step further because you know close you his eyes and about, go to sleep. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, he does close his eyes, but no, you're reading two questions that he. Sent I am. Us. I am. I'm let's sorry. just do his other question. Why don't we do that one too? Which is why, why do flowers? Why do flowers close their eyes? Um, well, I think that they close their eyes because the sun is bright, mm-hmm. and also possibly because they worship the sun and cannot bring themselves to look at the moon. 
That would actually be sacrilege to them. So they would close their eyes at night. Yes. In 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 protest. Sometimes during the day, though, also if the sun is too bright, because you know it's that's just the way it is. That's the way eyes work. Yeah, yeah, especially flower eyes. And have you ever seen flower sunglasses? I haven't. I have. I think in a, a Mario game was. <laughs> I've seen them in those goofy little things that dance when you play the radio. Yeah, you know? that's where I'm thinking of. Yes. Those those are sacrilegious. Those are some That's great a questions, false Austin. Yes, thank you so much, Send Austin. Send us some more. Yeah, I'd love to hear more. Um, and, and, and yeah, anybody who wants to send us questions, please, again, it is facebook.com slash stupidqcast, at stupidqcast uh, on Twitter, and uh, stupidqpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. All right. And and anything else? I think that's it. Thank you for t- listening to our first episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If not, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes, just don't listen to it then, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go fucking this other podcast. Go find one you like. Enjoy just yourself. Don't bother me with it. I did my best, goddammit. Yeah, right. I, I, I worked on this. Yeah. I spent over Who are you to judge me? This. Where's your fucking podcast? Yeah, pal? yeah. That's that? right. Huh? 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 I didn't think you so. You bring that shit weak shit into yeah, my house. You don't even have a microphone. All right, bye. You?